What's up? I'm Jordy Angela. It's your main man, B-Dot. And it's the kid, Gowie. And this is the checkup. B-Dot and Gowie, how are y'all doing today? I'm I'm good, man. <laughs> I got to Hey, we we got our boy Gowie on the show, man, to start to start the new year. You feel me? Even though it ain't the new year yet, it's a new show, and we're going to make it happen, man. Gal, you Gucci, brother. Appreciate for joining us, man. Welcome to the oh, checkup. Yeah, of course. Once, like, once again, I want to say I appreciate y'all for letting me join. Um, I'm feeling fine, though. You know, this is a new thing. I get to join, talk about basketball with two of my favorite people. You feel me? So <laughs> it's going to be lit. Yes, sir. All right. What's good, Joy? How, how, was, your, how was your holidays, man? How Everything was your Christmas? Everything was going well, okay? Everything was going well. And... To be honest, I felt like this year was going too well for me, honestly. And it was too good to be true because the L's <laughs> that I that my life took tonight was insane. I, I I feel like the devil just attacked me. That's that's how I feel. I feel like the devil attacked me and slapped me right in my face. <laughs> oh man, talk to me, Joy. What's good? What we what we pop it off? What 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 why, what you so upset about? What's What's going well, on? Well, I don't know where to start. I don't know if I should start with the Wizards losing to the Chicago Bulls mm. with Russ and Bradley Bill both active or the fact that Miami got blown out by 40 points by the freaking Bucks. I don't know which one was worse. I think the Russ one hit a little bit different, though. I'm not going to lie. Hit what? Different. I'm surprised by that because Miami getting blown out by 40 against a team that, you know, you really bigged up last year. It was all. I don't trust my. I don't trust the Bucks against Miami. So <laughs> now they blew them out by forty in a regular season. I figured you'd be more hurt by that one. Forty piece with a side of fries, ranch, extra crispy. <laughs> God, Joy, that ain't no more karma. Remember you was talking all that junk. I know. Miami, this Miami, that. If Giannis leave, come to us. Look at it, 33, 30, 31 three pointers on the head. Giannis had nine points, six assists. Four and, rebounds, three and, for nine. And, and you know it's bad when his brother start giving you buckets. Like his brother got in the game and start giving. I said, what is going on? Yeah, the man. whole family eat. Listen, <laughs> but like I said, the the Russ one hit different to me because just seeing Russ go zero and four, which has never happened in his career, and then to the Bulls, like Let's, come on, we gotta stop. We gotta stop this. And he played good. He played good. Bradley Bill had a first. He had a rough first half. Came out second half. Did did a little bit better. But the 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 team shot two for nineteen before the fourth quarter from three, and they had nineteen turnovers by the freaking fourth quarter. How you nah. feeling? How how you feeling about that team next door, Gal? How you feeling about them, brother? Well, uh, you know, I I think that the Washington Wizards. I don't know what's going on with them. Um, I actually picked them to win tonight. Uh, I had them, I was like, you know, there's no way that they blow a 17-point lead against the Chicago Bulls and, you know, Russell Westbrook comes back and it happens again. So I'm thinking in my mind, Westbrook comes back, he helps them get over that hump, they get the W. Well, you know, the Bulls started pulling away in that fourth quarter and I was like, hold on, the lead got up to, uh, I think it was maybe 17 on their end and I was like, all right, yeah, this it's getting crazy. So the problems are deep-rooted for the Wizards. It's not just Bradley Bill or Russell Westbrook or not having that third star or whatever. It's just the Wizards. <laughs> I don't know what it is at this point. Oh, man, they, they the way they look, they might need Gilbert Arenas to come out that uh, locker room with some, <laughs> with, with some guns and some Adidas on. You feel me? <laughs> Girl, you all. Oh, my God. You are wild. Oh, Maybe. man. But it's they early, though. something, man. It's early, man. Um, 
I, I, I mean, it's a rough start, but they are in the East, and the East has gotten way deeper this year. But yes. I feel they'll, they'll, they'll get it together, man. You, y'all, y'all know, like, like I said, man, y'all know how the East rock, bro. You feel me? Like you only got to win. And what, what is it? Seventy-one games they playing this year. Yeah. So you might end it. Seventy-two. So in the East, you might only got to win twenty-seven games. You might get a five. <laughs> you <laughs> might get. A, you might get a six seed. You feel me? Nah, that's a fact though. The, the East. I ain't gonna say it's easy, but you know it's kind of light on that side. <laughs> Boy, listen. So, um, but I mean, I think they get it together, man. Russ, Russ, and um, and Bradley, man. It, it, it's a new start. Um, it's a new feel. So um, I think that I think them I think them guys will figure it out, man. I ain't I ain't I ain't worried about it all. But let's yeah. go to talk about them Rockets, though. Let, yes. So hey, yes. speaking of I, new starts, speaking who, of new starts, where, where, where's James going, Gowie? In your opinion, James is staying his behind right here in Houston, man. I ain't trying to hear none of that. All these trade packages they try and put up, we don't need them. Um, James is gonna have to suck it up, bro. Two years left on the contract. We at least getting one of those years. And the only way we gonna offload him is if James really on some extra stuff. Like he really trying to get out there. He start faking injuries, you know, uh, uh, not going to practice or whatever. So if he get on that type of time, you have no choice but to trade him. But if he's cooperating, he's playing in games. Um, he's not really causing a ruckus because right now it's more off the court stuff. It's not even on the court things. They had the whole incident when he threw the ball in uh, Jay Sean Tate's direction. But it's like, bro, Michael Jordan punched teammates in the face. So I ain't trying to hear none of that about no leadership and none of that. So I want James to stay in Houston. Um, and I just feel like that's the best thing for all parties. Because if he goes somewhere, it's just a new field. You got to keep starting fresh no matter where you go. Mm-hmm. What you, you think, Joy? What you talking about? <sighs> well... Not gonna lie, Miami clearly needs him right now. But listen, I'm not gonna nah, do it because hold on, hold on, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, nah, hold on, wait, 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 Joy, Joy, you worse than an ain't shit ass boyfriend. No, yeah. I know, I know, I am. I'm toxic. I, I get it. I'm, I'm a you toxic suck. basketball. I get it. No, listen, listen. It was a joke. See, I couldn't even get out that it was a Cow. joke. Let's, oh, listen, listen, listen. We gotta look. Okay, I believe that James Harden could actually work in Miami but I still I, I'm not gonna lie I would I would at first at first the whole Tyler Hero thing was okay like, what are we talking about this Tyler Hero but I I don't I, James Harden Tyler Hero as long she's, as we can keep as long as we can keep Duncan Robinson I don't care anymore okay I feel like he is more um he, he's harder to come by than Tyler Hero is. So give us James Harden. You can have uh, Iguodala, Olinda. I don't freaking know. The the fact that Golden State is going to give Draymond, come on, we can get, they can get more for, for, from us. It's crazy uh, how you just. Right, uh, bro. Uh, but I'm going to let you. I get it. I'm going to let you say what you got to say, Gal, before I, before I chime in. Right, uh, I got I to tap into my Stephen A back for this one because I feel mm-hmm. disrespected. Talk to me. First and foremost, Joy D'Angelo. She's one of my good friends. And um, (laughs) I listened to her talk about James Harden disrespectfully. Basically said that he's not a star. Basically said that he wouldn't be good in Miami. He's not a part of the culture. He's not a dog. We're talking about a man who could score 44 after leaving the strip club. And she said he's not a dog. Like, ladies and gentlemen, please understand that Joy D'Angelo is not a fan of James Harden. And she... and. With him being my favorite player, I hear all of the, the slander and the nonsense and all the jokes here and there. So now to hear her go on record and say that she actually wants James Harden in Miami, this is like Christmas. Like, 
You know, you talking about the new year, new year, new me. Like, this is a new joy. We didn't even hit 2021 yet. But go ahead, Dot. I'll let you speak on it. <laughs> well, well, I'm going to have to tap into my Kendrick Perkins. Well, uh, oh, my God. Well, well, Siri, well, don't forget to say well, that. Make well, sure you si- breathe hard. <laughs> well, listen, uh, Joy and uh, and Galway, it I I have a, a a real reliable source that 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 says James Harden will be traded to the Philadelphia 76ers. And 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 listen, listen to me when I say. Let me explain. The, the reason I say that this this reliable source is a it's a it's a good friend of mine and is very good friends with James. Cause you know I. I text KD and I said, yo, KD, I know we ain't cool like we used to, but is James coming in? He just read it. So I think, and I 100%, I don't want to say 100, but 92%, if a trade happens, Jameson Williamson Harden is going to the Philadelphia 76ers. I don't know who don't give up, but I know the Rockets want a young player in return. Mark my words. That's what I'm saying right now. That's a fact. That's what we need. That's what we need. I, I like, and I, I, I ain't gonna lie, kind of. I mean, shoot, you know, Daryl and James, they homies. I heard they still be. I heard they got. I heard they got a clubhouse chat group chat together. I, uh, I, now, I, now, that, I got, I got a question for you. Talk to me. If the Rockets were to trade James Harden for Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. do you change Ben Simmons' position or do you let him uh, switch at point with John Wall? Because me personally, I feel like this is the opportunity to move Ben Simmons to power forward. I feel like that's where he's supposed to be. Um, obviously, he can orchestrate, you know, the offense, but I feel like he should play more of a uh, Al Horford, Bam Adebayo type of role to where he can defend and he can facilitate. But this standing at the top of the key when you can't shoot, ah, I don't know how you feel about that. See, the thing about that is, man, I don't um, – Ben's been a point guard his whole life. So here for, for him to be able to switch it up, and, like, go to that, like, you know, LeBron role where he let Shorter or he let, you know, Rondo handle the ball and he goes down the post and do his thing. I don't think that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. What I do like about the Ben Simmons trade, I think it'll be one of the most scariest and more, most prolific fast-break team in the league, bro. Mm-hmm. With those guys, with the Rockets, you add Ben, you got John, you got that's Daniel House. That's a lot House. of size, too. That's a lot of size. Yeah, oh, and, they, and they run. Them yeah. boys run so I think that'd be I, I want to see that work out I wouldn't mind seeing James um, um excuse me Ben Simmons and um John Wall like that fast break gonna be stupid bro you feel me yeah. it's gonna be scary bro and even Doc Rivers said it man Doc Rivers said the other day that he had Rondo he won a championship with Rondo you know and Rondo wasn't Rondo wasn't a jump shooter Rondo scored a triple double 31 points hella assists hella rebounds in the playoffs on all layups and floaters you feel me True. If Ben Simmons looks to attack more, I think he I, I think he'll be perfectly fine and that jump shot will come. You know, you can't go into the game like, all right, I gotta at least take three jump shots or I gotta at least take six mid-range shots. That's gonna mess up your game. Just go into the game doing what you're doing, but be more aggressive scoring. I know you like passing, I know you like, you know, getting everybody else involved in the game, but nah, brother, you six ten and you supposed to be you supposed to be the fresh mm-hmm. prince of LeBron. Yeah, you feel me? Exactly. Like but yeah, man, but I'm under, I, I 100% agree with you, Gowie, in terms of switching that position up. Like, that would really help, but at the end of the day, he's still under 25, young guy, and he's going to do what he feels comfortable with, and that's with the ball in his hand and, and, and running that wing and handling that ball. I feel that. I feel that. So, so, we just, you know, I'm not sure, you know, 
how y'all feel about this, but we just saw Kelly Oubre make his first three tonight. It was, oh, it was, you know, a, a great, a, 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 like a, what they call it? A landmark in history for the NBA. <laughs> um, So what do y'all think about Kelly Oubre with Golden State? Do y'all think he fits there? Do y'all think he, like, why, like, why do y'all think his game hasn't translated like it did in the, in, in, in Washington and Phoenix? Um, honestly, bro, uh, Warriors have to change their whole offense. The whole, you know, I agree. The whole freelance and I don't want to say freelance, but the whole, you know, Steph coming off down screens, et cetera, et cetera. You know, the the when I say freelance, I mean the free movement. A lot of cuts, a lot of pick and rolls. They're gonna have to change it, man, because I don't think Steph is gonna be able to. That's not Steph's game, bro. Coming coming off that pick and roll twenty four seven. You know, right. he's not. James Harden 2.0. You feel me? Steph likes those down screens. He likes coming off those stagger screens. He likes running that wing. I think when Draymond comes back, and if they do not trade Kelly or, you know, Wiggins, that'll help tremendously because Draymond is the point guard for that team. Facts. Draymond is the guy that brings the ball up the court and is able to find those guys. If it's a cut, if it's a down screen, if it's a backdoor cut for a layup, Draymond's able to find him. And Kelly's doing more of a, you know, one-on-one, let me get mine type role. And I say Kelly can't do that, but Kelly's more comfortable. I feel I feel Kelly's more productive. He's more effectiveness when he's playing that slasher Kyle Kuzma role. You yeah, know? yeah, you know definitely. I mean? So yeah. um, I think I think Steve Kerr, like I said, it's a new team. Just like how we said, if they do add Harden, it's going to be uh, starting new over and over. It's a new team. They're just going to have to they'll figure it out. And I think Steve Kerr will be able to figure it out. But yeah, man, Kelly's got to attack. He has to attack early. Get to that free throw line. Don't settle for those jump shots. And it also goes for Wiggins. You know, Wiggins he hasn't been playing that well. He's shooting a lot, which I'm I don't mind. I like an aggressive Wiggins, but I like it to the basket, man. Chill on them jump shots. Get to the basket. Get to that free throw line. Go and get a, get a flow in the game, and then go from there. Well, so you hit it right on the nose. Uh, pretty much, basically saying that Golden State has to change their entire offense because we're still trying to see them enforce this. Uh, Clay Thompson, Splash Brothers offense, and it's like, bro, you don't have that those specialists anymore. Like, you don't have a KD, you don't have a Clay Thompson. Right now, you have Andrew Wiggins, Kelly Oubre. No shade to them, but they're not those guys. Um, and basically, to piggyback off what you were saying again, uh, Steph Curry coming off of down screens and stuff like that. I do not like the idea of Steph Curry playing off ball with this team. Like. I understand he's a selfless player. You know, everybody bigs him up on his off-ball play. But it's like, bro, when you look at the team that you have, the ball has to be in your hand. You have to create for those guys because they they can get their own shot, but it's going to be forced. So the one thing I can say about this team is that they're aggressive. Kelly Oubre, he's aggressive. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, he's been aggressive. Like you said, he's been taking a lot of shots because he's been actually going to the cup. He's been taking the jumper. So he's fearless, but they're not hitting. He had a solid night tonight. Um but all around, I just feel like Kelly Oubre in this system, I think it just may not be the system that for him as of right now until Steve Kerr switches it up. Uh, right now, Oubre's in this thing where he's trying to dunk every damn thing. Like, he's trying to get his Michael Jordan on Space Jam. If he can jump from half court, he would. So that's kind of how I see it. He's shooting 4% from the three-point line, not 0. .4, 0. .04. Uh, that's pathetic. It, yeah, and it's just like I'm a I like Kelly Oubre, so seeing him struggle like this um isn't fulfilling for me and I kind of feel like that he does need a new look. So if Golden State were to make a trade, 
I would be all for taking a Kelly Oubre because he has toughness. He he puts that effort on the uh, defensive end. But offensively, he's not going to be this spot-up shooter guy that they trying to turn him into. Uh, before one one thing before Joy goes, uh, Gowie, they do play at the at the highest pace in the league. Yeah. So that's one thing. You know that is going something for their favor. They do. You know that Dan and Tony Ball get it up, get it, get it up. So, you know, hopefully they figure it out, man. But in terms of the Rockets, like you were saying, hard out of here, bro. Nah, you know? sure, bro. And, on, and, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I, I, and, yeah. and, and 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 I don't mean to change the subject. Only reason why I say that, and for it to piggyback on the Golden State, is because they're looking for a third team. Mm-hmm. So you never know. They still may be able. The Rockets still may be able to get Ben. You know, if they add a third team, but it's just. Yeah, 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 yeah. James gone, Gowie. I'm sorry. But Damn, Joy, bro. Joy, do it just go ahead. No, but I wonder, I wonder if that three team that if that three team trade is still in progress since uh Spencer did what he got hurt. It can't be Brooklyn. Because because no, because I know Houston and Brooklyn, they were back in trade talks with the third team. Mm-hmm. But does the does the does the deal fall apart now that Spencer's hurt? And I, I believe just, it and does. I, and I literally just told my boy the other day, I said, bro. Spencer's going to, re- I think he's going to request a trade, and he ended up getting injured that same Ooh. day. And the reason, and the reason why I said that, it's because it's not enough balls to go around. And I'm not saying Spencer's a, sh- a selfish guy; he's not an off the ball type player. And on that second squad, we already know who's the man, and that's Levert. Levert came in the game the other day and scored ten. And I thought he had 20. It was like in a Lance Stevenson effect. You feel me? Like, yeah. he was the only one shooting in that second half. You feel me? Yeah. And Joe Harris is getting him up. So, yeah, it's going – yeah, I think that it definitely hurt. They're going to have to find another team to bring in for that, you know, for that for that three-team trade. And the thing that, is, is like, Harris, he can drop 40. We've seen him drop 40, 50 at any moment. So, mm-hmm. I think he and uh, Spencer both deserve to start. So, with that being said – I'm not surprised that the whole Spencer wanted to get a trade because he deserves to start right now, um, in my opinion. But, yeah, um, me personally, I would like – and this is no bias. I'm going to leave Miami out of it. I, I would like to see James in Philly. Like, I've been saying it for a long time. But I would, I would, I'm interested to see, like, how it looks when Clay comes back with James there and Steph. Like, I think that would be wild to see. Like, I would want to see how that works. Now the good thing is Clay can, Clay can play off ball, and Steph can, and it, it, I think it would, it could fit better than a Kyrie or a KD. I think I would like that better than Brooklyn for him. I really like going to stay with him for that. Maybe. Hey, look, I'm letting y'all know right now. If somehow James Harden end up in Golden State, just know these colors change in the gold, golden blue. <laughs> pathetic. That's pathetic. But that's I real though. I'm the only one with real loyalty around here. Hey, we talking about this, uh, the same woman that nobody knew Miami was your favorite team till right, last no, year and they reached it. the finals. This jersey, <laughs> first of all, first of all, one of my followers bought me this jersey two years ago. Okay, I've had this for two years when Dwayne Wade, so don't try me. Matter of fact, what do you see right here? What do you see right here? Miami, right here. Listen, stop this, okay? Listen. What I what I see is uh is 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 is, is two tradable assets on there. <laughs> no, 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 no. You see one. We're not giving up Bam or Jimmy. Tyler can go. He can go. I'm sorry. I, That's Tyler, so I like crazy. You. He can go. No, listen, you listen, you listen, just listen. said don't listen. touch Ty. We're, I we're, I know. I know. Trying, we're trying to win. We're trying to win. I cannot sit around like Russ. I love Russ, but the Wizards aren't gonna make any ploy, any noise at all. I'm sorry. Gally, how do you? Be, 
Continue, Joy. My bad. They're gonna. They're, they're hopefully they make the playoffs, but they're not gonna make any noise. So with that being said, Miami needs to. I need something to hold on to. Give me something, and we're not gonna make any noise with this guy turning over the ball every five seconds. I need him gone asap. Gowie, Gowie. Okay. <laughs> Joy, I hate to be Joy boyfriend, cause once a nigga, once I do something wrong, yeah, I'm out of there. You left the toilet seat up twice. You gotta go. You gotta go. Yeah, you gotta go. Right. Exactly. Yes. Gally, how do you, do you feel that a Brooklyn Nets, Kyrie Irving led Brooklyn Nets, can win a championship? Because one thing I do I like about KD, it doesn't matter what superstar that he teams up with. He's Gucci. You feel yeah. me? In terms of I don't I don't ever see him complain. He's still able to get his shots. He's not worried about, you know, any other stats. He hasn't complained about Kyrie, even though Kyrie gets taking the bulk of the shots, but KD's percentage, they're both shooting over fifty percent. They're both they're both on pace for a uh, 40, 50, 90 year. But I don't know. I mean, as we've seen in the past, it's only been what, Tony Parker and Chauncey Billups that's been finals MVP for a point guard. Yeah. Uh, I don't, you feel me? Like, so do you feel that with Kyrie leading that team, um, if Kyrie continues to lead the team the way he is is doing in terms of point shot attempts, is that a great formula for long-term success and into a title? Or KD is going to have to, not want to say step up, but be like, all right, let me, this is my team, you know? Um. Truthfully, I kind of trust Kyrie more than I trust KD as far as leadership goes. Yeah, you um, understand it. Yep, leadership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. um, you know, KD's going to get his regardless. So mm-hmm. he's a lead by example type of guy. So I'm getting 30 points. I need the rest of y'all to try to score so we can win this game. That's the type of time KD's on. But I think this year Kyrie's really been showcasing his verbal leadership. Uh, you know, kind of cleansing the arenas with his sage before games and just talking to his guys and, you know, making peace with everything. I think he's in a better headspace as of right now. He seems more peaceful, seems more relaxed. He's kind of just going with the flow. And I really think that we may see a new Kyrie Irving. Now, when you talk about winning a championship, uh, especially with the loss of Spencer Dinwiddie, because you lose a, a great amount of your depth just with him uh, being unable to play. I think that gets tricky because one of the things that I said, and this is hypothetically speaking, if the Lakers went to the uh, the NBA Finals, the Nets go to the NBA Finals, you're playing against, like, the decision will come between the benches. So if, with no Spencer Dinwiddie, you have a Karis LeVert coming off the bench. You have a Jared Allen coming off the bench. Um, but it's like, is that enough? Knowing that you got to go against Trez. I know you got to go against Kuzma. And then whoever else is on that roster, THT. Um, so... That's where it gets iffy. I think it really just uh, – it's, it's a bench thing at this point. So they have to really try to get that chemistry amongst their bench going to kind of still surprise people and let them know, like, they haven't taken a step back even with them would he hurt. As far as, like, the leadership, the leader question go, can he lead? I feel like he can. My only concern with Kyrie is him staying healthy because I feel like – Brooklyn as a whole, you know, Karis and, you know, now Spencer and Katie, they've all had injuries that that could be like long term. So that being said, I feel like they can be anybody, um, anybody, the Lakers, Miami, anybody. So that being said, they just have to stay healthy. I feel like they have the best team in the league right now. Um, I feel like they got a good I, I feel like they got a good like a good bench, like good shooters, defense, scores, offense, size, whatever they have it. So. 
Um, I think Kyrie has the tools that he needs. I think he's clutch. He's a great scorer. He's a great passer. You know, he's a good floor general. I just feel like they need to stay healthy. That's pretty much it. And I feel like the rest will, like, take care of itself. Yeah. I don't, I don't – I mean, I don't think they have the best team in the league. I mean, now that Spence went down. Um, well, yeah, just, before that, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. Even and and then like they were they were very. I mean, they were they were a deep team, and they still are kind of. And I don't I don't know. I still got to go with the Lakers just because if you win a championship and then you get better in the off season with that championship, you add two top two six man candidates. You feel me? Then you add a former defensive player of the year and a and a and a, and an NBA champion in in um in Mark Gasol, and then you add a great defender and you know streaky but still can knock down a knockdown shot with uh Wesley Matthews I I don't know man the Lakers you know how it is when, when they when they're in the playoffs well when LeBron is in the playoffs yeah. <laughs> you know he just he's able to turn it on you know and and figure it out and it's a shortened season so I think that uh I I still got to go with the Lakers I don't know man I'm just I'm just hesitant about the Nets now because Spencer went down, like yeah. now, now it's about depth. You know, now do yeah. they now do they look to trade for you know some some pieces? Um, but I don't know. We'll see. But I still like the Lakers, um, the Clippers. Clippers still Ooh. Gucci, man. Clippers is all we gonna mm. let's talk about the Clippers. The Clippers, they're they're that it's not it's it's not it, we've never said they were a bad team. It's about it's just about finishing the job. It's about winning in the playoffs. Yeah, they got beat by fifty. The other day, and I don't think that Kawhi being out, it should have been that much of a exactly. difference. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> and then PG, bro, you was having, you've been having a great year. Don't just say you had a bad game and leave it and leave it at that. That's all you had to say. You could have said it was my fault. That's it. Don't say it's my fault. I ain't get what I wanted for Christmas yesterday. Exactly. You feel me? Like, yeah, exactly. He, it, no, it, it, there's always a it's always an excuse. There's yes, always a follow. I take full responsibility, but there's always a but. Always. It never mm-hmm. fails. It's so annoying. Oh. we go ahead. Because when I said the Clippers, boy, your eyes lit up and it looked like a little hair was about to grow. Hey, I look, seen man. it, bro. That motherfucker said. <laughs> hey, look, I'm going to keep it a bean with you. Now, last year, people know that I picked the Clippers to win. Uh, not Well, to beat the Lakers, at least. And I was like, you know, I really high on them because they have a lot of depth on their roster. They have a Kawhi Leonard who just won an NBA championship. They have two six-minute-a-year finalists on the roster. What can go wrong? Well, everything went wrong. <laughs> and then everything that went wrong, they blamed it on chemistry. And it's like, okay, so chemistry is the issue. You get rid of Doc Rivers, whatever. Now you got Ty Lue. And then you come into this game, and once again, you know, no Kawhi Leonard because, you know, he went down in combat. I like to put it that way to make it seem more uh, aggressive, I guess. And you get blown out by 50 points, and you have a star on your team. Now, this is where I get hesitant because it's like I've always been big on Paul George. I always try to give him his credit as a player because he's one of the best two-way players in the league. He can give you buckets on any given night. But it's like at what point do we stop making excuses for him and, you know, really put the, the, the weight on his shoulders? Now, I know people say pandemic P, playoff P, they blame losses on him. But it's like when you watch a 50-point blowout to the Dallas Mavericks who don't have a uh, Chris Stapp Torzingis, uh, Luka didn't go for 60. Like he was – I'm not going to say he was contained, but he had a, you know, solid Solid game. night. Solid, yeah, just bro. a regular solid night that Luka going to put up. And these dudes lost by 50. But that wasn't the bad part. The bad part was the fact that in a game where Kawhi Leonard and Marcus Morris sat, 
Serge Ibaka was the player of the game with 13 points, nine rebounds. How does that happen with a star on your team, bro? Somebody let me know this. Like, you got a whole star on your team, and the player of the game is a guy that y'all just signed uh, on the back end of his career with 13 points, nine rebounds. Like, that should never be a thing. And that's why I feel like Paul George really has to tap in because like if he they're going to strip that star uh, title away from him it don't matter if he goes to the all-star game they stripping it away bro like you got to step up and be that guy that the clippers need you to be in order to win i think pg is a i'm sorry to put this tag on him but i just think he's a complimentary player i don't know i don't think that he'll be able to lead a team with pressure on him and be successful when he was with the pacers no pressure. He was the underdog. Whatever yeah. he did, whatever happened, you know, it wasn't going to fall on him. It was going to fall on who? Granger. Yeah, Danny and, Granger. And, you feel me? And uh, Roy Hibbert and all of Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So when he emerged as that guy with Indiana, it wasn't no pressure. He was playing with house money. I'm going against LeBron. I done dunked on Birdman, Chris Anderson. I'm busting <laughs> LeBron ass. And we, we're, damn near taking, we're damn near taking this team to almost, you know, seven games. So... Mm-hmm. I think PG is just one of those. Uh, he he won't be. I don't. I don't know. I don't think he'd be able to lead a team by himself, bro. And not in the West, at least. What, what you no. got to say, Joy? It's just annoying. Like I'm not gonna lie. Every time I see him, I just get mad because all I see is excuses. All I see. And the thing is, this loss concerned me. And it's not by how many points they got blew out by or the fact that they lost to the Mavericks. It's the fact that how it happened. Like you just sat there and took it. Like, you didn't even try to catch up. You just sat there and took it. So, that shows me y'all don't have any fight unless you're playing the Lakers. And what could happen is the same thing that happened last year could happen again. Mm. Okay? With the Nuggets or the Mavericks, if if, if Porzingis comes back healthy, the same thing could happen. Because why do y'all not have any fight? You're three mm-hmm. games in or four games, whatever it was. You were a, a second-round exit. So you have more rest. So what, what's the problem? So that concerns me because I feel like the same thing could happen, um, you know, this coming season. And we all know about the Clippers curse by now. It's a real thing. So I feel like it was a red flag. Um, and Paul George, y'all already know how I feel about him. And I'm pretty sure if, if I'm Kawhi, I'm not coming back. <laughs> you Straight <opting> up. <laughs> if I'm Kawhi, I'm not coming back. Sorry. The one, the one thing I'm not, I can't really, the one thing I can't really like fault on this Clippers team, or the one positive thing I can really say about it is, and it's no hate on Doc Rivers, is Ty Lue is gonna hold him accountable. Mm-hmm. And the, but the the only thing about that is, are they gonna take that as constructive criticism, or they're gonna, or if Lou will, Paul George, then be like. Come on, bro. We grown ass men, bro. You get on our case, cause that's the one thing. What did what what did Ty Lue say to Kyrie and LeBron? Hey, man, y'all just shut the fuck up. And my, my y'all can y'all can beep that out, man. Y'all just shut the hell up and let me coach. Fact. And it led to a championship. Not saying you know it was a hundred percent him, but at the end of the day, you need you you gotta have that coach who's gonna hold you accountable. Doc Rivers. He wasn't holding those players accountable to a point. When you're right. coming out the game, you just gave up a 10-point lead. I'm not clapping as a coach. I'm not like, we're going to get this together. You know, this is not Rondo. This is not Paul Pierce. It's not Kevin Garnett. It's not Kendra Perkins. It's not James Posey. It's not Eddie House. It's not that Celtics team with a whole bunch of vets that are able to hold each other accountable and be mm-hmm. like, all right, we got you, Doc. You right. You talking that shit. You talk. We good. You don't got to get on our head. 
Now, Ty Lue, Ty Lue going to let you know, because Ty Lue played with a lot of those players that's still on the court today. He's going to let you know, like, hey, get y'all shit together, bro. I ain't, I ain't lost, I ain't never lost a 50, 50 as a player. You mm -hmm. feel me? So, it's, I just feel like if it, is the players going to take that, you know, in a negative way or a positive way, you feel me? Or are they going to be like, all right, coach, yeah, we ain't trying to hear you, bro. All right, bro, you, you get on our case. Or they're going to be like, shit, you right, bro. We got we to gotta get this shit together. So, man, we'll see, man. I mean, we'll when, you, when, you, when you don't even outscore, like, when the Mavericks outscore your team, your team total at the end of the game, like, Mavericks put up 77 in the first half. That's the Clippers, sad. The Clippers ended with 73, bro. That is sad, <laughs> bro. That's pathetic. It really is sad. So, if we're talking about accountability, like, you, it, there's really no way around that, bro. Like, they got to take whatever Ty Lue said in that locker room, they just got to take that on the chin. Take it on the chin. Okay. <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, give me. Uh, I want y'all to tell me who is y'all, who's y'all dark horse in the in the East and West. Who who? And I know it's early, but who's you guys dark horse in the East and West? Joy, you started off. I'm gonna say my dark horse this year is Orlando. I like that. I'm gonna like pick that. Orlando. I feel like Ter first of all, Terrence Crawford, whatever Crawford name is, I want to call him Crawford so bad. Terrence, Terrence Ross, he, Terrence Ross, he okay. is Terrence Ross, killing yeah. the. Man, that but, he looked like Clay Thompson. But that's what he do. You know, last year he was last year the year before he was known as like no offense to the real originator microwave. Yeah. They was comparing him to the microwave because when he come off that bench, he scores so fast. Yeah, Markel yeah, looks good. Cole Anthony looks. Markel look good. Markel look real good. Yeah, he looks that's, real good. That's a Maryland boy for those. For All right, yeah, here we yeah. go. What, what, what it do? What it do, Markel? What it do? What it do, Markel? That's if, that's if, a Maryland if, boy. Gally, how about you start claiming the trash Maryland players? I never, I never heard you claim because they don't exist. Yours. They don't exist. What? Oh my god! They don't. Anyways, <laughs> anyway, my West Dark Horse, I'm gonna say, um, okay, y'all probably aren't gonna expect this, but I feel like Houston could be really. I think they're gonna be better than what people think they're gonna be this season. Because I feel like a lot of, um, I feel like a lot of like the reports with James Harden and things like that um, are getting in the way of how good they can really be because I feel like they look really good. And Christian Wood looks amazing. So um, I, I like that's, that's going to be my, my, my dark horse for the West. Yeah. What about you, Gally? Love to hear. Well, my Eastern dark horse will probably be the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, I hate you. <laughs> I was going to pick them too. Oh, I'm go. sorry, but and, like the Atlanta Hawks, obviously you have a Trey Young that's going to get you 30 points on any given night, shoot the the gym, like shoot the lights out of the gym, whatever. Um, so he's going to do his thing. But I'm more impressed with the depth that they added in the offseason. You have a, a Gallinari um, on the squad. You have a Bogdanovich. You have a Rajon Rondo. And then on top of that, you still have the key guys that you had last year in Collins and Cam Reddish. So and Capella, we can't forget about Capella. Clint Capella too. So Clint Capella has deep playoff experience. So that's another thing that you add to your squad. So I really think that the Atlanta Hawks, when they really get their chemistry going, they're going to be a problem. Um, Rajon Rondo can come into the game 15 minutes and get starter numbers, uh, whether it's 12 points, uh, 11 assists. Like the way that he's able to pretty much facilitate and really make an impact in such a short time, I think that's going to become very beneficial in the playoffs. And for my West, 
Hey, you already know what's going on, bro. And this, whether you whether you want to okay, say it's okay. biased or not, I gotta go I with like the it. Houston Rockets. Um, and I felt this way with or without James Harden. I felt like the Houston Rockets will go to the playoffs. Um, I'm not going to say they're going to be a high seed, but I feel like with the John Wall, with the Demarcus Cousins, Christian Wood, there's a lot of depth on that team. And one thing that I've really been impressed with is the young players that's on the squad and their energy that they bring. Uh, you have uh Jay Sean Tate, like he's he's pretty much oh, being coached up yeah oh wait that's my boy <laughs> and he's being he's being coached up by um you know pj tucker so tucker's really showing him the ropes and how to really put his body on the line and stuff like that so you know i, I what they say the, the rookie and the vet like you really just grooming these guys to become who you want them to become with harden guaranteed playoffs without harden i think they just edge into there so that'd be my dark horse I like that. Well, Atlanta Hawks for the East was my dark horse. Um, yeah, we got it. My dark horse for the West, um, I like the Pelicans, bro. Wow, they're really? Good. They're like not. The they're Pelicans. good. They're good. And, but I don't want to yeah. say in terms of winning, but I feel like they can get in the playoffs and they can mess some stuff up, bro. Yeah. Mm. You feel me? Like, if, if, if not them, then Portland. But I think Portland is just a, a, a gimme in terms of dark horse. I think that's too easy of a dark horse because they have a – known superstar one of the top two guards in the league one of the best two-way players in the league and rob covington you know so i think i i, I like the pelicans bro um seeing the growth of brandon ingram seeing what zion can do on a nightly basis uh lonzo this is his statement year and he said it he already said it. he's like all right watch what i'm gonna do and his jump shot his, his jump shot is is, is good it, yeah. it's, it's not great but it's it's good he's, he's coming off down screen shooting i like eric bledsoe in terms of he can show flashes. I don't know how consistent he's going to be, but in terms of being able to run, you know, run, run on a, run on a, run on a fast break transition. And then they have one of the most hard nosed coaches in the history of in basketball, which is Van Gundy. And he going, he going to hold them boys accountable. And I like what he said. I, Zion is 20, 21. You're going to play 93 minutes. And Zion, <laughs> like, you know, Zion, like, like, like that. And don't for, we can't forget about Josh Hart. We can't forget about Reddick. Like, they're deep, bro. Like, side so jack. Like, I, I, they have a chance to to make some noise, man. To to even possibly slide slide in that Western the Western Conference Finals. Man, hey, before we head out of here, man, you got anything? You got anything else, Gowie? In terms of in the NBA, you wanna you know wanna talk about saying for you, Joy? Anything that we didn't you know we didn't cover that's important? Um, me personally, I feel like um the rookie of the year race is gonna be very, very interesting. I like that. I like that. Um, we can we can't talk about LaMelo struggles real quick, try to keep it under yeah, seven seventeen yeah, minutes. Yeah, like LaMelo, him he struggled here and there, but he's starting to pick it back up. Got mm -hmm. Anthony Edwards, Cole Anthony, players like that. Am your boy, your boy is doing really well. The guy that you said is the best player in the draft that you did not just name, James, James Wiseman. Wiseman. James yes. Wiseman. He, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, I want to see him with the ball more. I want him. I want to get the ball more. He looks good, bro. and he can. He, he's a. He's he he's, he has good ball control and ball handling for his size. Mm -hmm. I, I I just I don't know, and I feel like. I feel like he hasn't even shown us half of what he can do yet as far as his skill set goes. So I'm excited about that. Man, I think the thing with this rookie of the year conversation, I do think it's going to be very interesting. And I think what really makes it interesting is the fact that the vets ain't going for none of that. 
Like I'm looking, I'm at looking, all. At, I'm at looking, all. I'm looking at these rosters, and I'm like, who's going to be the one that kind of you know get edged in minutes? And I'm looking at uh, Orlando because I thought Cole Anthony was going. Yeah, I, I called Cole Anthony the biggest steal in the draft, but you got Markel Fultz going crazy. Like, yeah, you thought like you're not yeah, about to come gone. in. They, and then, they still got Evan. They still got Fournier. Yeah, they still got yeah, Evan too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you look over, you look over to New York. Julius Randle out there looking like LeBron. So it's like he facilitating and all. That. I'm like, bro. So Obi Toppin probably not even going to get the minutes that he need to get. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. These vets not going for none of that. So it's really going to be interesting to see who's going to emerge into that conversation. And as of right now, if I had to pick somebody as a favorite, it would probably be James Wiseman, simply based off the fact that he's receiving the most opportunity. That's facts. And as you talk about vets, even though these guys aren't vet vets, they still put up big numbers in the league. We're talking about the the Hornets, mm-hmm. Terry Rozier and, you know, Ooh, Deontay Graham. Terry you, know, crazy. you know, you know, you know, Deontay should have been most improved last year. And um, like you said, Terry, and they're not going for that. And that's nothing against LaMelo. It's, it's, it's faulting on him because we can't we can't base these numbers um, and we can't judge him off these numbers because he's only playing 15, 20 minutes a game. Yeah, You know, these are the guys that's coming in. They're getting the bulk of the shots. Not saying as they should, but they have proven, you know, that they can score. I feel like they will use Terry as some type of trade asset. And I and the only reason why I say that, and it depends on how the Hornets are doing at that 20 to 30 game mark. Mm-hmm. Are they are are they looking to make are they have do they have a chance to make the playoffs? Or is it Okay, let's put the keys in Lamelo hand. Mm. So, like like Gal we said, which is a great statement. Man, these vets they ain't they ain't going for it. Not saying they're you know they're personally not getting Lamelo the ball. These guys aren't pass first guards. Lamelo is the only pass first guard on that team. Right. And 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 Lamelo, you know, he's just got to be able to finish at the basket. That jump shot's gonna come. But you know, for your easy buckets to get the game going, you got to be able to finish at that bucket. And that's that's him and Lonzo's struggles. They're, them not being an efficient, around-the-basket, finishing-type guys. They usually get to the basket and look to dish it off. Mm-hmm. And when they do get to the basket, it's like, all right, if my dish off, if my dish off isn't there, I'm going to throw up some, some BS, you know. <laughs> Lonzo will be right there at the bucket. All you got to do is lay it up. Lonzo could be a, 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 a good version, poor man's Rondo back in the day, but now that he can shoot it, he just got to be able to finish. Rondo is one of the best finishers in the game. You feel me? In the history of basketball, if I can say in terms of under six six one type shit. If Lonzo's able to finish and LaMelo, they got the height, they have the athleticism, they just gotta be able to do it. But yeah, I like James Wiseman right now as, you know, our rookie of the year. And uh shoot, before we bounce, hey, Joe anything grinded your gears this mm-hmm. week or this yeah, this month that we need to know about? Um, just the Wizards um, not appreciating the presence of Russell Goldsbrook. I think that's what grinded my gears this freaking week, this freaking year. I've never been this mad in my life. We gonna I have promise. To take I that. almost cried, literally. We I almost cried to, today. We're going to have to take that gold off and just give him back to Westbrook. Oh, no. Uh, take that. Die, take you better that, tell. Take no, that, no. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know I love Russ. Russ, my, Russ my, he's my top two favorite players just because – not because I love him as a player, but his video made me who I am today. If I didn't do no Russell Westbrook impersonation, <laughs> I, I'd probably be a party promoter. Yeah. Graduated from Georgia State University. Russ changed change people's lives. You, you, you feel me? The GOAT. The GOAT. Gowie, what grinded your gears this week, man? 
Man, you know what grinded my gears, this whole James Harden talk, man. Y'all know James Harden is my guy, my favorite player. Uh, you know, he he's out there... You got to follow protocol, bro. We're not going to overlook that. But at the same time, let's stop acting like we don't know how James plays, bro. Like, people see him come in, a little bit of weight on him. Oh, he's out of shape. He's got, oh, he's at the club popping by. Oh, he's, a, and he, and he giving you 40. Like, what is we talking about, bro? Like, what is this discussion? So, I look at James Harden as a modern day AI. Um, a lot of people, they saw AI. AI would go to the nightclubs with the homies, pop bottles. Uh, AI would be somewhere with strippers, whatever, like. But when he stepped on that court, you knew what time it was, bro. So, you know, the extra stuff, I get it. But at the end of the day, as long as he comes onto the court and performs, that's all that matters at the end of the day. I love it. Well, uh, I know, Gary, I know you're new. You know, you're new to the show. Uh, my grind of the gears of mine is usually never sports. Um, <laughs> what grinded my gears this past two weeks? Um if you're not ready to be in a relationship because of past insecurities, then don't then don't be in a relationship, all right? Don't bring them past insecurities until this great thing that we got going because you feel this everything going too perfect. So you start nitpicking on some little ish. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, I, the streets is back calling my name. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Dot back on it. <laughs> dot back on the that we're doing so well. Street sweeper of the year. <laughs> we, we got, we got, we got thought dot back. <laughs> nah, okay, no, nah, okay, we're okay, not. nah, nah, okay. Listen, I, right, I'm, I'm chilling. I right? like, yeah, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm chilling. I ain't about to be back in the streets. Yeah. But you know, I might, you know, I might Millie rock on the block here and there. You feel here, me? Here and you there. You feel here me? And there. Like, here and, and Joy, there. Joy, it wasn't my fault. Joy, I promise. And I know every dude say this, but I was. It came out of nowhere. I was surprised. You feel me? I was sitting there still texting like everything was all Gucci. I'm the one out of nowhere that got a text that, hey, I gave your dog to your friend. Um, I, I feel that, blase, blase, da da da. I'm not a top priority in your life. She did it by I go. I speak. I see you more than I see my kids. She did it by text, though. Oh no. And Joy, you oh. know I'm a and you know I'm an audio message guy. You right. know, but I but I was with my daughter, so I had I had to use these thumbs. And I oh I well that's it for this episode of the checkup, <laughs> man. It's your main man B dot. And this is Jordy Angela. And it's the kid Gowie. And until next time, man, we out, man. Hey, check up, check up, <laughs> check up. <laughs>